Hi, hello, good morning, and welcome to this week's serving of Mickey Waffles, a Disney podcast where we cover everything from parks, movies, and merchandise. My name is Sinead. My name's Kate. Hi, guys. How's it going? I'm good, Kate. How are you? Oh, I'm doing just fine. <laughs> we're both at desks this week. I feel like yeah. we're very, like, profesh. I really do have to say, even then, I was looking something up before we just started recording, and I was like, typey, typey, type, and didn't, like, have to, like, twist my back to, like, get get my laptop at the right angle. And I was like, just typey, type. I was like, wow, at the desk. <laughs> maybe, maybe you'll have to take over Ellen's room every week. Oh, I really don't think that would be an option, to be honest. <laughs> or you just need to get one of your li- a little bed desk like me. Greatest thing I've ever yeah. bought from Amazon. Do you know what? I actually might, because if we're going to be here till August, I don't actually think that's a bad idea. <laughs> I'll send you a link. Hey, there we go. Get that affiliate Obviously link. Obviously, likes going. getting toasty. <laughs> so, how's your week been, Kate? Uh, yeah, it's been all right. It's been a pretty good week for Ireland in general. Everything seems to be on the up by being on yeah. the down. <laughs> yeah, yesterday, yesterday being Monday, the twenty fifth of May, we had zero COVID related deaths, which I think is a real win for the country. Very proud, lads. Yeah, absolutely, we did have some day but we still we had one day that had none yeah you see the problem is now it's like there's still going to be there's always going to be continuous yeah. deaths but the fact that they're all below 10 or 5 is phenomenal and it's really good news yeah. to the point where i know that they were possibly thinking about moving phase four into phase three which would be dandy but of course it all depends on how people treat the next couple of phases but you know yeah. as a whole i think so far it's so good to be honest i think opening yeah. the hardware stores and uh your phone peoples and all that sort of stuff hasn't dramatically issued stuff obviously we won't see that those figures until like next week or a little bit after but i do think that there hasn't been a massive increase in people being bold basically (laughs) no and especially because even before phase one which for us for anybody that's not for ireland was you could meet up with people you can meet up with up to four people outside your household, staying two meters apart and outside. And you could then go within five kilometer radius rather than a two kilometer radius. Mm. They reopened hardware stores, phone stores, kind of like technically places yeah. and garden centers. So that's kind of where we're at at the minute. But even before that, I think people had started to like tiptoe towards being more lenient anyways. Yeah kind of testing the waters and they're mm-hmm. touch wood nothing major has happened yet yes agreed so fingers crossed it stays that way yeah basically we just keep i do think that even though cause the thing is you don't need 100 percent of people to follow the rules you just need about 80 to 85 percent of people to follow the rules yeah. and as long as we're at that i think we're going to be all good we do have a positive of ireland is quite a small country so it is and we're by ourselves to, yeah exactly no one's touching us so it is <laughs> so it is a little bit easier to try and contain it but yeah. yeah so as a whole i think everything's fine i'm painting a purple wall in my room Ooh, um, yes. when i say purple wall i mean the purple wall from disney world not just our purple wall <laughs> we're a bit more specific it, than that yeah it's inspired by that purple wall it's not as detailed as it but it's one of those geometric uh, tape painted tiktok style walls that if anyone's on tiktok i'm sure you'll have seen them abundance on your tiktok page people are doing them left right and center because they're so bored but um when the hardware stores reopened i asked if i because i have one wall in my room that doesn't really have anything on it because i moved my room around a little bit a little while ago i say a little while ago it's about a year ago now 
but I ended up having this big wall that I used to have a bunch of crap on and then was empty and I was like hey I'm gonna paint that wall and my parents were like absolutely go for it we'll go buy you paint I was like cool <laughs> I was Just like okay, here's a project for you Kate yeah <laughs> they were like ah, yeah sure so um nearly done that now but yeah be ready for all of the Instagram pics <laughs> because they're Can't all wait. happening in front of that wall <laughs> can't wait you should have that as your background for friday oh that means i'd have to sit on the floor in front of my wall <laughs> okay well maybe not then i can i can show people and then yeah come back here <laughs> <laughs> you can go on a little excursion how's your week been? my week has been fine um still still working away still still, still working quite busy. <laughs> Still, still working. Although I do have a week off booked next week, and I'm honestly so excited about it because I realised it's my birthday. It is your birthday. <laughs> oh, what a great week it's gonna be! Oh, we have my holiday in Ireland next Monday, and I've only used one day holiday. And I was like, do you know what? Fuck it. So booked myself a week off, and I have completely cleared my entire calendar. And I've set a reminder to myself to set an out of office because I'm real bad at remembering to do that. But yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it. It's, it'll yeah. be a glorious time. I wish I could say the same, but all I do is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to be, you're going to have to be writing up another quiz this week, Kate. <laughs> yeah, because I was thinking, because when you were like, hey, do you want to record on, we can record on Wednesday and say Tuesday, you're totally comfortable, whatever. I was like, honestly, if I leave it till tomorrow then I also won't write the quiz tomorrow and then I'll be stuck writing the quiz on the quiz on Thursday. And then if something comes up and I have to be busy on Thursday, I was like, then I'm just going to be in a massive trap. So I was like, no, let's do it now. That's fair. <laughs> Cause Ellen, cause as I was painting the wall, I painted, we had to do one of the last colors on the wall downstairs before I came up to record. And Ellen was like, mm-hmm. you still have to do the quiz by the way. I was like, I know I'm aware. <laughs> yeah. So we've mentioned it on a bunch of the podcasts in the past few months anyways, but we are doing lockdown, Zoom, quizzes, hangout, drinks, whatever the hell you want to call them. And the next one is Friday. So the day this podcast gets released. So if you are listening to it the day that it gets released, hi, hello. Thank you. And thank also, you. if you would like to <laughs> go and have some drinks and join a quiz via Zoom, let us know. Send us a DM on Instagram and we will send you the details. Like you can Absolutely. get in contact with us on any social media, but most people tend to follow us on Instagram. So yeah. It's usually pretty it's usually pretty fun. You can wear pajamas, you can drink Coca-Cola, you can do whatever you want. It's fine. No doubt. We're so Absolutely. chill. Just come we did have a, we have had back. a specific request for a certain round though. Have we? We have. So Lisa, who has joined pretty much all of them, she missed last time and she was absolutely devo that she missed the song song round so she was asking oh. if there was any chance we could do another song round and I was like do you know what that's actually the easiest one to do so probably yeah absolutely yeah I can pick Ellen can pick five more songs that she thinks people might know <laughs> it's handier for Ellen to do the song ones because I'm afraid that when it comes to songs I'll pick ones that are way too obscure and yeah. nobody's gonna get them but when Ellen picks them she's like people will actually maybe know these ones <laughs> entirely <fair. laughs> so I'll I'll um what's the word get her on yeah I'll, I'll get out I'll get Ellen on that one Bob. so yeah I don't think I don't think I've anything else to say actually no I do as we've mentioned a few weeks ago we are now part of the After Dark Podcast Network and there is an After Dark Podcast Network quiz happening this weekend as well it's just it's 
weekend quizzes. There's an awful lot of them going on. <laughs> so if you if you want to join that, you can join the After Dark Podcast Network Facebook group. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. And Nick has posted an event in there where you can come and join. It takes place on Saturday, also via Zoom. And yeah, there'll be a whole load of other people from within the Disneyverse, not just our little pocket of people that join us every week. Every week, every two weeks. Yep, and I won't have written the questions, so who knows where it's going to go. I'm so excited to take part. <laughs> like, me and Breffney, um, one of his friends got engaged during lockdown, and they had, like, an engagement Zoom the other day, and they had, like, written this movie quiz, which was really, really good, and I'm a thousand percent going to steal some of the questions, because one less thing for us to do. And it was so fun getting to take part in a quiz. Because yeah. don't get me wrong, I love, like, setting it all up, and, like, Kate does the questions and I like track the answers and like don't get me wrong I do love doing that because I'm a bit of a control freak but I also just really enjoy getting to like sit back and be like oh someone else has done these I could answer these yeah we had a family quiz on Saturday which was done by my little cousin and it was fun trying to like answer questions I was like oh my god I know the answer to that yeah <laughs> just sitting there you know trying to think of answers I was like wow this is crazy just sitting here I'm a cup of tea no hassle no stress so nice <laughs> Although I will say, during that um, quiz, Breffney decided that it would be a really good idea to take my laptop and show this group of people that I have maybe met some of them once, most of them I've never met, uh, around my room and give them a tour of all the Halloween things in my room. Oh, how Breffney. Whilst I was down getting drinks and I was like, oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) Because I had my little, like, I have bat bunting over my bed that says happy Halloween and I had a little pumpkin pillow and everyone was like Jesus Sinead really does like Halloween and Breffney was like oh it's not even a half of it and they were like really show us and he did oh dear <laughs> I was like what he was like yeah I showed them your Funko Pops and your skulls and this and that and I was like like a, like a proud little boy <laughs> honestly I was like okay very strange I just on the topic of Funko Pops when I had to take all the stuff down to get access to my entire wall I had to take down a little a little skinny bookcase that I've got Funko Pops on and even on like just that tiny little bookcase I had like 15 Funko Pops and I was like why do I own so many of these (laughs) honestly I won't lie I love them and I love yeah. pretty much all the ones I have and when I look at them I'm like these are so cute together and these are so cute together and you know when people buy like things for their mantelpiece and things for their wall yeah. and it's like it's the same they're just all made by the same people <laughs> yeah it has a nice like cohesion to it because they're all yeah. similar yeah in a way because my my dad was like well like she's I was like I love them and did you know that have you ever seen the tiktok where people they like say stuff and then it ends with but she's very special to me <laughs> <laughs> yes i know the one you're talking about yeah, you know, that's like that with me with funko pops my dad is like ah she's i'm just like she is very special to me <laughs> honestly uh i swear we have like a little like instagram group kind of like a whatsapp group and Everyone keeps sending me the new... So Funko Pop are doing Funkoween, where they're releasing a bunch of Halloween-y themed Funko Pops and everyone keeps sending them to me. Mm. And they're so freaking cute. They are. The, the Mickey and the Minnie one. Oh, Kate, they kill my soul. I was like, do I want those ones? <laughs> oh my God, Kate, they're so adorable. And then there's the mayor from The Nightmare Before Christmas. And I don't have the mayor from The Nightmare Before Christmas. I was thinking that. I was like, I don't I think don't. Shane has this one. 
I have a Jack. I have two zeros. I have the vampire Teddy with the little duck thing. I've Oogie. I've locked shotgun barrel and I don't have the mayor. And I'm like, mm, mm. are you going to get this guy in? Because I really need that. <laughs> and they're also getting in. They've done a whole like run of the minions from Despicable Me. No, I'm not a real minions person. However, they've done the minions as a classic monsters. So there's like oh. a Frankenstein, a Frankenstein's Bride, Creature from the you Black really Lagoon, need those Mummy. Ones? No, I mean I do have Frankenstein and Bride. I just think that you really and don't I actually don't need like any minions. more of them. No, I'm not a big minions fan, but I won't lie, the Bride of Frankenstein minion is pretty freaking cute. I have one minions you. funk and that's because someone bought it for me because they thought minions was Disney. Ah. They, I have they were like, You like six- Disney Funko Pops? Here. And I was like, Cool. Thanks. <laughs> what's this i hate when people give you like i have the collector from guardians of the galaxy because someone was like you like guardians of the galaxy and i'm like yes (laughs) didn't need him though (laughs) but thanks (laughs) but um yes there's there's an awful lot of very cute funko pops i also saw that they have you absolutely will not remember this tv show but i'm sure some people listening will there used to be this dinosaur tv show called the sinclairs or I think it was called Dinosaurs, but the family were called the Sinclairs. And it was like... I'm going to Google it. You keep talking. It, it, <laughs> it, it was around, like, I think it finished very early 90s. Because I think it was more a show that my brother watched than I did. My brother's four years old, four and a half years older than me. But they've brought out Funko Pops, at oh, least of the baby. I know this show. Honestly. And I'm like, I was on the... I went onto the Forbidden Planet website earlier to see if they had any of the Disney Funkoween Funko Pops. Sadly, they do not. However, I may have to message our lovely friend Scott, who works in Forbidden Planet in Dublin, and find out. But I was like, do I need the baby from the Sinclairs? And I was like, no, Sinead. No, you do not. You really don't. <laughs> and that's coming from someone who buys absolute crap sometimes. You Honestly. absolutely don't. <laughs> I, I'm really trying to like limit any Funko Pops that I get. So the, I have like a dream list that if they get released, I will get them. So, like, would love to get a Danny and a Binks from Hocus Pocus or a Billy Butcherson, or preferably all of those. All of them. Um, I would love a set of the Heathers. Do you know what? Me too. <laughs> I would love, I love a set of the Heathers. Veronica, JD, would love it. Um, who else would I love? That might be it. Although, I have seen that seemingly they're coming out with a, an Adam and a Barb from Beetlejuice. And I have Beetlejuice and Lydia, so I'm like, oh, that could be cute. What I really want is, I know they've already made them, but they were so exclusive. They're so exclusive. Was the Dapper Dans that they released? Oh yeah, I would love those because even though I've never seen them in person, Dapper Dans are my spirit animal. So (laughs) can can I just say, if anybody is not following Disney Parks blog on Instagram or Twitter, you need to because the Dapper Dans keep singing. And they're like getting all of the different sets of the Dapper Dans. And they're like all doing it via Zoom or whatever platform they're using. And it's just, it's amazing. They did Grim Grinning Ghosts a few weeks ago and I was like near sobbing because it was just, oh, loved it. Absolutely loved it. And there's like 12 of them on the screen, 12 of them, 16 of them. If you ever meet Sinead in person and you want to do that thing where, do you know the way sometimes dogs are like walking and then they just like stop because they've heard something? <laughs> if you ever wanted to see that reaction from Sinead, just like walking around town, you come up to her and you get four people to come up and just start seeing Grim Green Ghost a cappella, and she will stop dead in her tracks. I've never seen someone. <laughs> 
who is so like inclined to Halloween that if she hears any inkling of that song, will literally just stop and be like, "Is that Grim Grinning Ghost?" <laughs> I remember when it used to be on the um, store playlist when we had that really really good playlist. The and good good it, one. I know it. The good good one. <laughs> the one that actually had songs people wanted to listen to. <laughs> yeah, and Grim Grinning Ghost was on it. And I remember Marius, who was the security guard, being like, what is this shit? This is crap. <laughs> and I was like, Marius, it's great. And I used to always sing it to him and he'd be like, what is happening? Oh, gas. <laughs> oh, Marius, what a guy. What a guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think after our very yeah. off-the-path conversation there, <laughs> we should probably get on to the tiny bit of news. <laughs> yeah, so there's no news this week. Apart from very, yeah. very fickle news, basically. basically. So, so Ashnade, you first, go for it. First thing that it's not directly related to Disney, but it will definitely have an impact on Disney. So Universal sent out a bunch of press releases this week saying that from June 1st, they are starting team member previews. So they're running team member previews on the 1st and the 2nd of June. And then from the 5th of June, they will be open to the public. Wow. Yeah. I don't That's know what... crazy. Yeah. I don't know what capacity or anything like that. I can only assume that they are going to have very similar procedures in place as the likes of Shanghai Disney. I don't know. I haven't actually kind of read through the press relief, press relief, press release. Um, but I can imagine they will probably do something similar to what Disney Springs did as they will get in some of the local media, some local like main bloggers, probably the days, most likely Tim Tracker, stuff like that in to kind of show what procedures are in place. But they have said that there will be reduced capacity for rides. I don't think they're going to run any shows or anything like that as of yet. Um, and that they're going to increase cleaning in high touch point areas. But that's about as much, that's about as much as I know. But it seems mad. I just think... Do you know what? I said it last week and I said it the week before and I'm probably going to say it every week until this is over. But (laughs) the fact that on June 5th, Universal Studios is going to be open in Mm -hmm. Florida Mm -hmm. and in this country will be allowed to go to another person's house within 20 kilometres of our own house for about 15 minutes. (laughs) And only teeny tiny shops with very small staff members will be allowed open. We will still have yeah. no shopping centers open, no major street level stores open, nothing nothing of the likes. And all the way over in Florida, in the USA, where this virus is not being contained at all, they are opening fully back up an entire theme park. Yeah. That just calls for people. That's the it's... only reason a theme park is open, is to get people all together in one space. Yeah, because like I heard... Um... The guys on Disney Parks and Beyond, formerly Diz After Dark, had Tom Aimless on and he does WDW News Today. I think that's the site that he runs. I could be wrong. That like big, massive Disney World site that's not the Diz. And he has been to Disney Springs a few times and he said that he had overheard people saying that they had driven like four hours and stuff just to go to Disney Springs. No. And I'm like, "That's, that's with just a shopping area open. Like, that's yeah. not even a theme park. That's not even people that have access to go on rides or anything like that. That's literally just... And that's without anything Disney being open. The Disney stuff doesn't yeah. open until later this week. So mm-hmm. that's just, like, your bog standard few stores and few restaurants. 
like I don't know it's just, just a little bit mad it's so crazy and the thing is that from purely looking at social media comments we know how many people are absolutely egging to get back into a theme park and to get yeah. into a shop that sells Disney items and look so am I I'd love to be able to go to a Disney store or I'd love to be able to if I live down the road from Disney World be able to go in and ride Big Thunder Mountain a couple of times like of course we would but that doesn't mean we should <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean I'm like it's just crazy that's I think that's all yeah that, that's just crazy I've also just realized that I entirely got that guy's name wrong his name is Tom Corliss not Tom Aimless I got it wrong because they had a guy on last week called Tom Amin. So I think I just put the two together. <laughs> I'm sure he'll Why be not? fine with it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll link that episode in the show notes as well. But um, I find it really interesting hearing like local Floridians takes on things. Mm-hmm. Because it just all is a bit baffling, to be honest. Why? I haven't listened to the episode. Can you give me a it's small just, example? Because obviously like... The culture in each different country of their kind of take on COVID-19 and everything that is very different. Like the Irish approach to COVID-19 has been very stay in your house. conservative. Is stay that the way house. to put it? <laughs> yeah. It's just been stay in your house, protect people, end of. If the economy is going to take longer to recover, so be it. We don't want people dying. That has honestly been the Irish approach to it for yeah. the most part. Yes, there's been the odd fucking psychopath, but we won't talk about them. To be honest, and, and like the government is kind of like, yeah, businesses, yeah, we'll help you. It's fine. Just, just everyone, just yeah. don't die. <laughs> and it's just, it's interesting hearing different people's completely different approaches to it. And like again, like I said, like he's been to Disney Springs a few times and is eaten here and is eaten there and that kind of thing. And I'm just like, this is just bizarre. But that's what's normal for him. So I yeah. get it. And like, I can't go, I can't go down the road and sit in a restaurant that's in my local village because yeah. they're in takeaway like not Honestly. not saying that as someone who's like i can't go to the restaurant just be like the two completely polar opposites of it yeah what i and will we're say such a is a tiny though, country as well like i know what i will say is though i think the most comical disney thing from the past week other than all the karens complaining was the family that decided to bring a barbecue to disney springs and make lunch for their ten thousand children like why in what world did they think seemingly, that this was okay? Seemingly, from what I've heard, is the food options available in Disney Springs weren't catering for their dietary needs, which are associated with their religion. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to the Theme Park Trader did an absolutely comical episode this week where they picked their top places within Disney World to grill and chill. <laughs> because they were just like if you could just set up a barbecue anywhere where would you do it <laughs> and as they kind of said like regardless of what your dietary needs are regardless of what your religious needs are or anything like that one it should be common sense that you cannot just bring a disposable barbecue into private property and just have at it mm-hmm. first and foremost common sense two there was a full list available of what was open in Disney Springs and if you've ever been on the Disney Springs website there are very in-depth menus available for all of these places so if you have specific dietary needs hi hello I'm a vegetarian I look up the menu for every single place I ever potentially even may go eat not even the places that I have have actually the option to eat 
um, you can look up the menus beforehand and you will know either there is something that you can eat or there isn't. And if there isn't something you can eat, you could bring sandwiches or something that doesn't require an open flame. And you can have that. Or you can eat before you go. But you don't bring a disposable barbecue and feed your 10,000 children. But also think why that's okay. you'd go to Disney Springs the very first day it reopens from COVID-19. Yeah. Where pretty much the only things that are open are restaurants the majority and then just be like we're just gonna barbecue instead and also in the pictures i saw nobody was wearing a face mask (laughs) no a lot of the kids did have them like under their chin and stuff because they were eating and that i guess because they have said that if you are eating you can remove your face mask but it just uh baffling but also all the things Learn how to safely remove your face mask because might as well not be wearing one if you're going to wear it like that. (laughs) Yeah, this is very true. This is very true. But of of all of the things that I thought we would see from the first few days of Disney Springs (laughs) being open, that was not it. That probably wasn't it. (laughs) But if you're looking for a very comical take on that news story, go listen to the episode that Ryan and Dan put out. (laughs) It's really fucking funny. It just, you know what? Ridiculous. American guys. Am I right or am I right? (laughs) Honestly. And if you're listening and you're from America, hi, hello. We do love you. Oh, yeah. But you guys are just so funny. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I mean, everybody says that about us, like 33 and potato and whatnot. Yeah. Look, we all have our quirks, right? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You guys just like to barbecue on private property. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that was kind of it for theme park news. We haven't, and unless I've just completely missed it. I haven't heard anything about potential dates for DLP. I haven't heard anything about potential dates for Disneyland or Disney World. Maybe that'll be next week, given that Universal have put out potential dates. I do think Disney World are, you know, getting there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) And are proposing things and figuring things out. But I suppose that Universal has always been the park that can take more... um, What's what I'm looking for? I was going to say more whims, but that's not what the word I was looking for. Take more risks. But not even risks. Yes. Yeah. More risks. But they can just be a bit more flamboyant with their decisions because they they're like not as... to be they like to get in there first. So whilst they Disney like will, cool for example, uncle. announce Yeah. <laughs> Disney will be like, Oh, we're gonna make this whole Star Wars area of the park and it's gonna be amazing, but it's gonna take five years. And Universal still haven't announced the new ride in the Jurassic Park area because God forbid they announce something before they open it to explain yeah. it. Yeah. hmm Yeah. So that's just they they just have very different approaches disney likes to let you plan long game universal is just like bam you didn't see this coming and everyone's like jim parker's been doing vlogs about it for four years what are you talking about yeah and from the first time you put a pillar in a river he was like it's a roller coaster (laughs) it's a pylon (laughs) (laughs) oh lord yeah and then the only other teeny tiny bit of news is that there's been a trailer put up for artemis fowl that's going to be on Disney Plus on June 12th here in Ireland. I think it's pretty much everywhere, but it's just because when you yeah. go onto Disney Plus, it says due to other existing agreements, the title will be available on 12th of June 2020. But I don't think it has an agreement with anyone else. I just think that is must yeah, be. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that must just be what they put up when they're waiting for stuff to be coming soon. Yeah. Uh, I, I never read the Artemis Fowl books. I know you definitely didn't. <laughs> I know. I read the first two when I was younger and I actually really really liked the first one when I was a kid because they came out when I was a kid um but I have paid absolutely zero attention to it ever since and I don't know if I'll watch the movie 
Here, I'll read the description. That'll make up for the oh, fact that neither of us have read the book. Disney's Artemis Fowl, based on the beloved book by Ian Koffler, is a fantastical spell-binding adventure that follows the journey of a 12-year-old genius, Artemis Fowl, a descendant of a long line of criminal masterminds, as he seeks to find his father, who has mysteriously disappeared. Science fiction, fantasy, crime, action, adventure. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of, I won't lie, the poster that they've put out for it is giving me real Spy Kids vibes. Yeah, Spy Kids meets Men in Black, except more Spy Kids. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> the Spy Kids dressed up as the Men in Black for Halloween. Lay that, there we go, perfect, we've got it. Yeah, I haven't watched the trailer. I might watch the trailer. I'll probably watch the movie, purely for the fact, because... I'd say I'm Stuart might like it. ...got nothing else to do. He doesn't really like movies. He tends to oh, get okay. bored halfway through. We'll see how, it's also a 12 plus, Sinead, thank you very much. Oh. Inappropriate content. <laughs> I didn't know what bloody rating was. <laughs> how old is well, he? Yeah. How old is she? Yeah. Nine. Oh. Yeah. Nine, ten. One well, of those. I think he was older. Right. No, no, no. But yeah, that's pretty much it. But- also, yeah, just before, like, um, I can't believe, like, when we announced that Disney Plus was coming to the UK and Ireland, and we had that whole, like, it's coming this week and all that sort of stuff, and I was like, Oh, and Frozen's not coming until July 3rd. That's so far away. It's literally about a month away now. <laughs> Honestly, madness. And they've released a good bit of stuff in the meantime. Yeah, in all fairness, like they have been, they're not as Netflix heavy with releasing stuff, but also Netflix have yeah. been out a fair bit and produced a lot of original content. And I just mm-hmm. think Disney has to, Disney just got to get its feet in the hole. Yeah. Straight to home entertainment. Exactly. Well, they have Directing that new woman, d- Rebecca, do, covering all that. So oh, she'll be grand. Exactly. Yeah. Go on, Rebecca. Good woman yourself. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's fine. Mm. So, following on from last week, where we started to build our dream parks, we're carrying on and we're going to move right down the middle of Main Street, right through the castle, and Amy decided that we should do Fantasyland, so that's what we're doing. Yeah, because we're clearly more interested with this series than we are with that other one that we're never going to finish. <laughs> hey, this time I'll actually finish in Fantasyland. <laughs> true, <Hold on>. very true. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kate, what was your methodology of figuring out your Fantasyland? What was your approach? So, firstly, I looked... Now, I want, I'm going to say I looked at your spreadsheet purely because you had it done before I did it. Because last time what I did was basically what you did. But because you had it done before me, I just used yours. So <laughs> you, had a, you basically had an Excel sheet of each Disney park in the world. Me? Make an Excel sheet? Yeah, what? what? And you wrote down all of, the, all of the attractions that are in Fantasyland. And mm-hmm. by looking at that, I cherry-picked the ones that I wanted. But I also knew straight out what ones I didn't want. So, like, it's a lot of DLP, to be honest, because I think there's just about half of DLP's Fantasyland I just don't vibe with. So, (laughs) Entirely fair. I knew for a fact that I didn't want any sort of maze. I didn't want... Agreed. I didn't want an Alice-heavy area, because personally, I just don't really like Alice in Wonderland. But I knew I wanted heavily-themed areas, because heavily-themed areas are nice, just only for the characters that I like. Yeah. So I guess that's, that's fair. but I also knew that I also needed to have, you know, your classics. So Absolutely. like you couldn't have Fantasyland without like the teacups and without Dumbo and without a carousel because then it wouldn't be a Fantasyland and Agreed. like Small World. Like the, I think like those were my main four main people that if I didn't have those, it probably didn't count as a Fantasyland. So I knew I, I needed those ones, agree. but I've also picked them from different 
parks. So, yeah, you know, that was basically my thinking for Fantasyland. I also think I wanted it to feel like the very first time I walked into a Fantasyland. Ah, Fantasyland, I've, already, I've only ever been in one. I wanted it to feel like the first time I walked into Fantasyland in DLP, which yeah. was very much like, you know, magic and excitement because Fantasyland gives off a different aura to the rest of the park. Oh, big time. But I think the problem with Fantasyland DLP is that once you've been through it once, that's kind of it. And then it's just a place with buildings. Agreed. And it's not themed, like it's themed in very small areas. And then has one big theming and then that's it. Yeah. And I just don't think it's cohesive enough for me to enjoy it. I completely agree. Hence why I now have this. <laughs> um, I had I had a bit more of like a chill approach-ish. Probably yeah. not the right way of saying it. So basically I went through and I knew there were certain rides that I wanted from certain parks. So for example, mm-hmm. the first one I went to was Disneyland Resort because I knew there were certain rides that I specifically wanted from there. Mm-hmm. And I won't lie, I did kind of have to limit it because there is the temptation of being like, oh, but there's so much history behind it and it's the yeah, first yeah. and all that. But I kind of had to like chill and not do that. So I went first to Disneyland and then I went to Disney World because they're the two fantasy lands that I kind of vibe with most, mm-hmm. shall we yeah, say. And fair. I cherry picked the ones from those. And then there were a couple that I specifically wanted from DLP. And there was one that I knew I definitely wanted from Tokyo. And the rest were kind of the other like, Fantasyland staples that I didn't necessarily care where it came from. For example, the teacups and the carousel. Right, yeah, exactly. I didn't because mind which one of those it was. A teacup's a teacup. Exactly. A teacup's a teacup. You sit in it, you spin it, you go happy days. <laughs> <laughs> so where where do you want to start? Well I know you've planned out areas and I have not planned out areas. So I'm just gonna read I them only, as I find them. That's fine. I only planned out areas because it made me easier to explain why I pick things. <laughs> and otherwise I was just like, none of this makes sense. So makes basically, sense. I suppose, look, I'll just start from walking in underneath the castle and you just tell me to stop. <laughs> well, how about you go through and as you get to attractions, there's probably going to be one that I've picked that'll match with it. So I'll give you you my one of those and why I picked it as Perfect. you come to your ones because you have a flow and I don't have a flow excellent yeah I was like I'll just keep talking until you want to talk cool. <laughs> and then when you want to talk you talk cool. <laughs> great so basically I've started so we both pretty much picked in the last episode the Disneyland Paris castle because yes. that's the way yes. it is so I suppose in both of our parks we're able to walk through the castle directly mm-hmm. right so We've walked through, but we can also still walk around. Okay. Yeah. So we've walked through and we've actually got pretty much the same sort of view you get from the DLP Fantasyland because I really like the whole sword in the stone area. I think it's a fantastic photo spot. I think it's gas because you always get the dads up there and it's just so funny. And then basically leading straight onto the carousel because... I think that's how Fantasyland should just open properly yeah. is to the carousel. Because, you know, that whole idea of the carousel has got the history behind it and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I agree. But my, because it's from DLP, my carousel and stuff is all just from DLP because I didn't, didn't really care. Okay, that's fair. I didn't pick the DLP one. I okay. picked the one from Tokyo Disneyland because I felt like I didn't have a whole lot of rides from Tokyo Disneyland. True. Well, I only have The Tokyo one. Disneyland one is actually kind of cool looking. It's All of the pretty. Asian parks have really, it's like everything's on, I don't want to say 
drugs but like it's like everything's like not even supersized either i don't really know what to say it's like everything's just like a bit of extra like pow (laughs) yeah and i think they have some like characters and stuff on it as well so i figured that would be that would be a nice touch what i will say about the carousel though i would insist on the carousel acting similar to the way it does in the disneyland resort because in the disneyland resort occasionally characters like Oh, Belle fair. will just hop on the carousel and like ride around with people, random princesses will, and that I think is real cute and that I would like. Yeah. Also, I know this should probably go without saying because we picked the Dizampyrus castle, but I still want the dragon. She's a must. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's cute. People people who come to Dizampyrus just love it. They love it so much. They're like, wow, look, you've oh, got this under great. your castle. I'm like, yeah, look exactly. <laughs> so then once you've hit the carousel my in my land the carousel acts as a hub basically for fantasy land so once you hit the carousel you can then go in different directions to go to different groupings of attractions okay so if you walk in at the carousel and the bottom right corner of the carousel i have peter pan's flight okay and i have the peter pan's flight from dlp okay because i don't know any of the other ones I just know that I really like the ones from Disneyland Paris. And I know that when we did that episode on the different Peter Pan flights, that I was just pretty happy with the one in DLP. And I thought it did pretty well. And yeah, that's why I picked that one. But then also with my Peter Pan's flight, I know the one in DLP is extremely tight and the queue is real tight and everything like that. It's not like that. It's much more open. But it, and it's much more along the lines. I suppose it's half and half. It's along the lines of the queue in Walt Disney World, where you can like mm-hmm. do things with stuff. Yeah. But it also gives off more of a vibe of the Disneyland Paris one from the exterior. Okay, fair. If that makes sense. And then oh, I yeah. also have like a meet and greet area around there because I think being able to meet Peter Pan and Tinkerbell and hook and stuff there makes more sense than in dlp where you meet captain hook in the middle of the desert i agree they're not hiding in the bushes in adventure yeah exactly do you know what i mean which i know yeah. peter pan is all about adventure but you know how about yeah. having both side is right i agree <laughs> i agree um for peter pan's flight i picked the one from walt disney world purely because i think the queue is really really fun i actually yeah. really like the exterior of it because it kind of looks a bit like a circus tent so it kind of has that like whimsical vibe to it mm-hmm. um, and it also loads considerably more people than the DLP one so I was kind of like That's yeah sure fair. yeah and then as part and parcel of that I also wanted the little meet and greet area because in Walt Disney World kind of around the corner from the ride there's a wall that has the Neverland map painted on it and you can usually catch Peter and occasionally Peter and Wendy there so mm-hmm. yeah I wholeheartedly agree excellent so then as we move up upwards we then reach what what i've called the fantasy area but obviously everything's it's just it'll make sense in a second right so here we have small world and i picked the small world from walt disney world okay because it's bigger and it's better (laughs) so i picked the small world disneyland oh i know and i know oh i know why i picked the small world from walt disney world is because the walt disney world one has the characters in it yes. from like other from like actual disney ip and that's what i want <laughs> because i do think that's one thing that bores me slightly on small world and dlp is that there's nothing there's no like oh there's actual jasmine or there's yeah. actual peter pan it's oh she looks kind of like jasmine <laughs> no i feel you 
and I thought this I, I I'd enjoyed that small world better. Then here we also have Dumbo, and I've picked the Dumbo from Disneyland California because okay. I had to have some things that were because of the history. <laughs> so fair. yeah, and because again, when we did that episode about the history of Dumbo, there's so much history behind these bloody rides especially Dumbo and I was like look we're gonna have the DLR one that's just gonna be the way it is and the same thing with the teacups they're also from Disneyland Resort and they're all in this little space because they all sort of melt into each other in fairness they're all quintessential Disney rides like when you think of bringing say for example a kid to Disney they're kind of three rides that you would have in your head that yeah we're gonna go on these yeah and I preferred having them in one area kind of also for that reason like if you have kids i just think it's easier to be able to go hey we're going to go on dumbo and then we're going to go on the teacups and then we're going to go on this i know that in disneyland paris they're kind of close together but i still think they're really spread out true where it makes it a slight bit of a trek for teeny tiny legs so in my and then you could have like the theming around this area could just be like that extra bit colorful and sparkly and whimsical yeah because they're all together Yes, I like and you? <laughs> so mine for these particular three rides. So I have gone with the Disneyland Resort Small World with the Mary Blair themed exterior from the 1964 World's Fair. I just, mm. there's so much history associated with that, particularly if you watch the Imagineering story, it just gets you right in the feels. Mm-hmm. Um, so I historically was like, yeah, no, going to go with that Small World. I went with the Disney World Dumbo because it has two Dumbos, has two sets of rides, so you get more people on them. And Mm -hmm. it also has the option where it kind of has like a playground inside. It's kind of like a little circus tent playground area for kids where parents can basically get like those little beeper things that you get in restaurants. So the kids Mm -hmm. can stay and now obviously this could all change now, but um, kids can like, <laughs> like play and stuff as they're waiting for the ride because they obviously are aware that it's a lot of younger kids that go on Dumbo because it's yeah. suitable for younger kids. So I quite like that idea where people can kind of just like sit and play, wait for their beeper buzzer thing to go off and then go out on the ride. But because there's two Dumbos, they hopefully won't have to wait as long. So that was, that was my thought process. Excellent. Um, and then for the teacups, I picked the Hong Kong Disneyland ones because I hadn't picked anything from Hong Kong Disneyland. And teacups is teacups is teacups. Fair. So again, like I already said, you spin, you woo. Happy days. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was all my thought process. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Then, then I have a little break in the middle. Okay. And that's where I have Mind Train. Ooh, nice. Because I think Mind Train deserves a section to itself. Because okay. it sort of doesn't fit into any of the other theming I have. So that's why I've put it by itself. And that means I can also have a pretty damn extended queue for it when it's up to 100 and whatever minutes. And that's basically when you walk. So if you were able to walk through the carousel mm-hmm. and just keep walking straight, that's where my mind train would be. Oh, Everyone so knows where it is. is in Disney World. I suppose. I don't really know. I don't, I couldn't like, I couldn't tell you the okay. layout of Disney World. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Well, yeah, I just want to, I was like straight down. So like cast members, when people are like, where's mine train? They're like straight down there. <laughs> Makes sense. Just straight through. That's pretty much it. I don't have anything else to do with mine train. I think mine train kind of speaks for itself. I don't like Snow White. So I haven't put anything else in there about okay. Snow White. So I'm just like, 
Mine Train. There you go. Which one? The one from Walt Disney World. Okay, fair. I probably could have picked the one from the Asian parks, but I was also just like, ah, let's go with the OG. <laughs> yeah, fair. fair. <laughs> um, I have also picked Mine Train, obviously. Be stupid but not to pick a mine train I picked the Shanghai one because I was just like sure feck it I haven't picked anything from Shanghai so (laughs) that was my thought process behind it when we go through these I feel like we're like oh we don't pick anything from the Asian parks but the problem is that the Asian parks were built after these other parks particularly Shanghai like Shanghai is pretty much a carbon copy yeah so it's just a copy of a lot of stuff that's in the American parks already and we're tend to draw into ones that are more popular or have been there longer. Exactly. Or and that's just, just see all the time on vlogs and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I yeah. just don't want people to be like, they never pick Asia. <laughs> but um actually my whole like Snow White area is because I have also picked a Snow White Dark Ride, because I actually do really enjoy the Snow White the Snow White Dark Ride, because it's just it's a bit creepy and it's a bit weird. So I picked the one from Tokyo because I kind of figured if ever there's one that's gonna be real weird, it's probably gonna be the Tokyo one. Fair. So I'll stick that beside mine train so that all the Snow White stuff is together. Excellent. Then we move along and we move to like the left top area. Probably okay. a little bit further down because mine train probably takes up a lot of space. And okay. here we have my Winnie the Pooh area. Beautiful. So it's called the Hundred Acre Woods, obviously. Of course. And I've taken Honey Pot Spin from Shanghai, the Winnie the Pooh ride from Walt Disney World, and Pooh's Honey Hunt from Tokyo. Excellent. I've just taken them all. I know that it means I'll have two spinny rides in Fantasyland, but do I care? No, because kids love spinny rides, and giving them two options is fantastic. And I know the Honey Pot Spin goes a bit like do 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 as well. So you know what? This is what we're going to live with. Oh yes. So we have Hundred Acre Woods. We've got our honey pot spin, then we've got our Winnie the Pooh ride, and then at the back we're going to have Pooh's Honey Hunt because we all know that's what people are here for. <laughs> well, they're here for this Whopper ride that you can only get in Tokyo, and it's so special and it's amazing. But then obviously yeah. we're also going to have different character spots around this area oh, because yeah. there are so many um, Winnie the Pooh characters that you can meet in Greet. So we might as well give them their own special little areas, and you can have. You can go meet Pooh in his house and have a little honey area and you can go meet uh, Eeyore in his little shack thing and you can go meet Rabbit who's in his garden and he's all surrounded by his carrots. Like, I'm sorry, does this not just sound like the best thing? <laughs> I mean, I'm not a big Winnie the Pooh fan, but sure, Kate. But think of the theming. Just think, get out of your mind there and just think of the theming. Okay. Isn't that just amazing and then also in this area i know we haven't talked about snacks and restaurants yet but i'd just like to mention that in my hundred acre woods area we're gonna have some sort of snack thing where everything has honey in it oh okay, and then fair. we're also going to be sponsored by something to do with bee conservation nice that's my that's my stance on this like <laughs> so yeah like there it. you go <laughs> um i've only picked one we need the, we need the poo red that's fair again not a big lover we need a poo Mm-hmm. So I picked Pooh's Honey Hunt because arguably that's the best Winnie the Pooh ride. I remember yeah. when the Diz guys went to Tokyo and Pete Werner coming back and saying it was the most amazing ride he's ever been on and how obsessed he was with Pooh's Honey Hunt. So would absolutely want to do that. Mm-hmm. Now the only thing, I'm not sure what else to kind of put in here because I have a lot of dark rides that right, I've yeah. not put anywhere. Do you have a lot of dark rides left? No, I don't like, I don't particularly like any of the dark rides in Fantasyland. Okay. 
right. So, so this will be my dark ride bit. Yeah, okay. This will be my yeah, dark ride area it. then. Beautiful. Yeah. So I've picked Alice in Wonderland from the Disneyland Resort because it goes over two levels and it just looks so fun. I've picked Mr. Toad's Wild Ride because why would you not want to sit in the little car and go to hell? Love it. Um, and I've also picked Under the Sea with Ariel, the one from New Fantasyland in Florida. Because again, why the hell not? And I don't know if you've included this. Oh, I do also have a Pinocchio ride, so we'll stick. I love a dark ride, in case we all hadn't realised. I've picked Pinocchio from DLP because I just quite like Pinocchio and DLP, but I would want it to load considerably more people and have a bigger queue area because it's very small. That ride is on LSD, that ride is. Honestly. And then (laughs) just to kind of shove it in there, because why? I don't know where else I'm going to put it. I've also picked PhilharMagic from Walt Disney World because it's the OG and it's fun. And it has an old Donald butt. I didn't put PhilharMagic in my fantasy land because I was going to put it, do you know the way it's in in Discovery Land and DLP? Yeah. I was going to keep it there. Oh, okay. Fair. For no reason. But that, I just don't want people to think I haven't picked it at all. Okay. Just FYI. <laughs> that's fair. So yeah, that's my like dark ride extravaganza, shall we call it. Fair. It's an awful lot of dark rides, but I love a dark ride. <laughs> See, and I'm not so much. Man, look, for once we've differed. Isn't this crazy? And you thought we were going to have the same fantasy lands. Oh yeah, it's actually quite different. We've had I'm very actually... few things similar on this. Yeah, I'm actually quite pleased. Well, not pleased, but you know what I mean? Like it's fun when things aren't always yeah. the same. So then, oh sorry, are you ready? Yes. This Great. is the final area, yes? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Are we done? <laughs> no, it was just making sure that I hadn't like yeah, oversold no. the rest of the areas. I left myself with nothing. But then no, I still have three. we get to this kind of area that I've just kind of been left with. And this is where I put my Casey Jr. Lovely. So, so I know in DLP they have Casey Jr. And then they have the little storybook canal. Yeah. And I know that works well. But what I kind of wanted was a Casey Jr. that went a little bit longer. Okay. So had a longer track. Okay. So it kind of has its own little section to itself. Like think big thunder mountain but like not to that extreme i have an idea for that because that's exactly what i have planned for mine oh great okay cool so basically casey jr but just longer but i don't but i have it by itself i don't have it with the little boats okay so i've taken casey jr from dlp because again it's the only casey jr i know and i know it's fun Mm -hmm. and made and just extended that and then also around there you, you know you could have multiple meet and greet spots for any sort of fantasy land character like that would be a yeah. really easy place to slot in meet and greets but then i've also taken the voyage to the crystal grotto from shanghai Lovely. which is like a store is it's like storybook canal except it's on crack so it looks like the boat from the jungle cruise mm-hmm. and it takes you round this massive river behind the castle in shanghai and it does the same sort of thing as the Storybook Canal, except it has it's full Disney IP. They're huge. You can't miss them. They play all the songs. And they also have the scene from Tangled with the Lanterns when they're in the boat. And that's basically what I want. And that's Fair. basically why I picked it. But my point is um, that the Voyage to the Crystal Grotto will encircle the entirety of Fantasyland. It will just oh, go okay. around the whole thing on the outside because it needs a big... It needs a big, vast majority of water. And I didn't want water anywhere inside the land. So it basically just goes all the way around. Okay. So ideally what it does is it goes all the way and you enter at one point and you exit at another. Now I know from an actual loading and unloading point of view, that doesn't work. But you know what? That's what I'm going to (laughs) have. 
Okay, fair. <laughs> and that's my fantasy land. Excellent. Apart from the other things we're going to discuss, but yeah, this is it. <laughs> okay. So attractions wise. So I have also taken Casey Jr. from DLP because it's just so fun. I absolutely mm-hmm. love it. And I've also brought the boats from DLP because again, I just think they're really fun. And the whole confusion with the onloading and the offloading <laughs> and the spinning and the stairs. And it's just, it's a bit crack. Love it. <laughs> but what I'm also going to, to do is I would also like Casey Jr. to be longer so what I'm going to do is I'm going to stick the Matterhorn in the middle of it wow yeah. so the boats are going to go around kind of like the front area of the Matterhorn and Casey Jr. is just going to go around the whole freaking thing and it's going to be massive and then I also have the Matterhorn because I was like why the fuck would I not want a Disney mountain again another one and another like little thrill ride within Fantasyland because I feel like that's I feel like that's what I miss from Fantasyland don't get me wrong. I love my dark rides so goddamn much as we've already spoken about. Um, but I, I do, I, lo- I like a little exciting ride. Breffney will hate me for picking Matterhorn, but still, I felt like it, I felt like it had to be picked. Also, Bob Gurr would be real sad if there was no Matterhorn. And I That's can't make fair. Bob Gurr sad. I think the, I think I didn't pick Matterhorn because one, I've never been on it. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those ones that I don't think you could ever try and think of what it's like to be on because it is mm. quite different from anything they have in DLP. And yeah. also just in my, I completely understand what you're saying that Fantasyland does miss that kind of like thrill factor. Mm-hmm. And part of me is like, oh, it doesn't need it. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, it has mine training stuff. I was just like, nah, I want, I want Matterhorn. I want, I want mountains in every land. Fair. Perfect. My plan. Great. God, this was so much fun. Um... <laughs> So I know you've mentioned a couple meet and greets. Are there any meet and greets that you feel you're missing? Yeah, I know that we both agreed that we definitely need some sort of princess meet and greet area that's specifically dictated to princesses. Yes. And I think we can both agree that it needs to be this princess is here all day from this time to this time. You will meet this princess. (laughs) See, I like the way they do it in Florida. So in Florida, they basically kind of have like two sides to the equivalent of the princess pavilion so you can and you can get fast passes for both mm-hmm. and one of them is you can go in and you can meet i think it's cinderella and friends so you go in and you know you're going to meet cinderella and then Perfect. two classic yeah. princesses as well okay yeah, so exactly. you're still meeting three princesses yeah and then the other side is you can meet rapunzel and princesses and again mm-hmm. there's extra princesses in with her as well and they change out periodically yeah. but you know you're guaranteed to meet those princesses yeah i 100 percent agree i think the, the main point is that you know you're going to meet at least one like you know who your main gut person is that yeah, you're going in for. absolutely because that is the biggest problem with the princess pavilion and dlp is that who knows who you're going to meet and exactly. who knows how long you have to wait and no, you can't get a fast pass. You have to stand in line for th- three hours. Ridiculous. And it's just ridiculous. Uh, but we definitely need, like, princesses are inherently fantasy land. Absolutely. Nothing says fantasy more like a princess. So, yeah, I don't know where I'd put it. Maybe, maybe down by my maybe Casey Jr. Because, oh, yeah, exactly. So when you come back round, so I have yeah. Peter Pan's flight on the right, I'll have the princessy area to the left. Yeah. Oh, I should pitch this. There you go. Oh. <laughs> I should work for Disney again, but in their parks. <laughs> yeah. No, not in the story again. So before we started recording, we were also saying that we wanted a Mickey Mouse type meet and greet. Yeah. But what I'm gonna do is I love where I love that kind of big area down the back of DLP where it has the big meet Mickey Mouse building. Mm-hmm. However, I'm also gonna steal the Epcot a character spot where you go in and you meet Mickey and you meet Minnie and then you meet it's usually Goofy but it can be 
somebody else as well. I just, I like the idea of if you're going to queue that long to meet a character, you're meet a few. More than one. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, meet a couple. Boom, boom, boom. Happy days. Mm-hmm. That's my thoughts. I like the idea. I agree. But I personally really love the idea of the exact same thing. The way it looks in DLP, I think that really works. But what I particularly want is the talking Mickey Mouse that I know they don't do anymore oh, because yes. it doesn't particularly always work. But in my ideal situation, I would like the Meet Mickey Mouse where he talks and he can do card tricks with you. I know he still does card but, tricks because he's a man mm-hmm. of many talents and can do loads of things without using his voice. But I really want the one where he talks to you and you can reply and yeah, I'm vibing it. Agreed. Um, I'm trying to think of other... See, I could just attach a meet and greet to every ride. Like I have the Under the Sea with Ariel. Just whack in a little Ariel meet and greet, much like there is yeah. in Walt Disney World. Um, I like the idea of having Pixie Hollow like they have in the Disneyland Resort. Because as much as I like the meet and greet area in Magic Kingdom, I just, I like the idea of having an area that it looks like you are shrunk down to the size of a pixie and that it's not just Tinkerbell. You co- could meet Periwinkle or Silvermist or Iridessa or whoever. You can meet yeah. whatever combination of pixies you would like. But again, I think you meet more than one pixie. I think you meet a fairy. Mm-hmm. And then you meet Tinkerbell. Yeah. Or Tinkerbell and another one. But you mm-hmm. definitely usually at least meet two. So I like, I like that idea because I think it's very aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good time for your money. What? Mm. See? Good time for your waiting. Whatever. Whatever. Go for it. There you go. <laughs> Good value for your time. Good time. Good value for your time. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said it, I was like, damn it, Kate. <laughs> So, are there any other meet and greets or shows or anything that you've not thought of that you would like to add in? No, see, I was thinking about shows, but then I was like, we'll just leave, we'll just let Fantasyland live as an area that kids can just happily run around and they all know soundly that for pretty much, pretty much every ride, regardless of their height, they can get on. Agreed. I'm thinking... I'm thinking I might keep shows for the second park. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, I just don't feel like Fantasyland is like a show kind of park. I feel like Fantasyland is like losing yourself within the land itself and happening upon characters and having rides that you don't need to be like, how tall is Timmy? Can you get on this? And just everyone just having a good time. It's not about queuing 45 minutes to get into a show that the baby's crying. And that's not what Fantasyland's about. No, absolutely fair. I don't vibe. So, food. What you got in mind? Basically, everything that isn't in Disneyland Paris, I'll take. (laughs) Yeah, agreed. I just, I think Fantasyland needs probably two to three restaurants for how big mine is. It probably Mm -hmm. needs two to three good restaurants. But I want each restaurant to have a different variety of food. I don't want each restaurant to have the same food. (laughs) I agree. Obviously, like, each one could have, like, the same sort of children's menu-ish, because children are fickle. But I'm quite happy with having, like, a pizza and pasta restaurant, and then, like, Mm -hmm. a burger restaurant, and then maybe some other kind of restaurant. Yeah. I can't think of another one at this time. No. (laughs) I like the idea of having, not auberge, because I'm not, I'm more akin to Cinderella's Royal Table, Mm -hmm. that type of a, like, princessy character meal. Mm -hmm. I like the idea of that. I like the idea of having a 
be our guest type restaurant but mm-hmm. i just don't like beauty and the beast so i don't mm-hmm. want it to be be our guest i don't I also know what i want it our, to be i also think a lot of the time be our guest is quite shit no but i would like <laughs> i would better food and for me a better movie but something along those lines like actually i know they used to do there was it was oh i think it was ariel's grotto is what it used to be called and it used to be underneath what is now lamplight lane in mm-hmm. California Adventure. California Adventure. Why couldn't I speak? Good lord. Um so maybe something like that. Maybe have it like Little Mermaid themed instead of having it Beauty and the Beast themed. I don't know. I actually don't even know. Ah, Hercules themed. There we go. I'll go with that. Ah, That'd be great. Yes. You can meet Hades after. Oh, ah, oh, Zeus. Because he's massive. Oh yeah, very true. Yeah. I've um um I've remembered yeah. my I've remembered my third restaurant. So I'm gonna have like like an Italian style restaurant with pizza and pasta. I'm going to have like a burger style oh, restaurant. Like with Bella like, Note, but yeah. better. And then like a burger style restaurant with like burgers and chips and like chicken nuggets and stuff because you just want oh. one of those quick ones. But then I also want in my Winnie the Pooh section, you know, when you mm. can go have a character meal with the Winnie the Pooh characters and they're celebrating. Crystal Palace. Crystal yeah. Palace. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to call it Crystal Palace, but I wasn't sure if I was right. Yeah, that's the one in Magic Kingdom. Yeah, so I want that kind of... like, I, I, If we're going to have a character meal in Fantasyland, it's going to be over with the Winnie the Pooh section because that's my most heavily themed land. And Fair. it's just so cute, do you know what I mean? I just, I just love it. Yeah. Just a big fan. And then you can that's... have like, oh, your, your dessert could be like honey related but then obviously we'll have a different option for the vegans but you know the main yeah. thing will be the honey thing but you know i'll, I'll yeah. open options i'll you yeah. can no, no honey if you please okay. <laughs> i i'm totally i like all the sounds of all of these and decent vegetarian and vegan and gluten-free options and all of them goes without saying because yeah. we're all pro yeah. variety making making food accessible to everybody i want a lot <laughs> of stands I want a lot of popcorn stands I want a lot of churro stands a lot of stack yeah. stands a lot of yeah, snacks it's very fantasy oceans of snacks little little booths that sell these things but yeah you know what the key is lots of them honestly lots of them. and you know <laughs> there's there's some vloggers that i love called oh what is it called best life and beyond they used to be disney life and beyond but they changed it and they always show the like little popcorn carts and stuff that are around disneyland and each of them have a different themed little like character Anchor. that's turning the popcorn yeah so the one that's over beside the matterhorn is the yeti and he's just like making his little popcorn. And I like the idea of having like popcorny, churro-y deliciousness just dotted around everywhere. Yeah, I agree. We're not looking for anything fancy. We just want our staple like churros, popcorn, apples, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And just because that fits in with Fantasyland. It's basic, it's simple, it's a crowd pleaser, but we just mm-hmm. have lots of them so you don't need to queue for 45 minutes. Agreed. And the only thing that I would like to keep from DLP is the old mill with the Mickey waffles and the delicious hot chocolate. They're the only things I want to keep from DLP because it's just, it's, it's nice. It's themed. It's beautiful. Perfect. I agree. We can put that over a Peter Pan's flight. That fits in. Excellent. Perfectly. Boom. That's it. Now, Kate, <laughs> there, there's one quite big thing in one of the fantasy lands that you've not mentioned that I thought you would mention. I, probably because I've forgotten about it. The tangled toilets. Oh, yeah. You know what? Toilets never came to mind. <laughs> <laughs> With the lantern and you can find the Pascals. Yeah, no. Yeah. We're, okay, if we're, if we're onto the subject of toilets, then yes, I'll have the tangled <laughs> toilets, please. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need too many themed toilets, but sure, we may as well have a tangled one. <laughs> I do think that Tangled is a very underrated 
film. Like it's, it doesn't have enough, not underrated film because it's not an underrated film, but, oh, I don't know what I've done there. But I um, like there's no rides or anything. No, I do think it needs more representation in the parks, and that's purely from a fact that I know that nearly every basic white chick also loves Tangled. Like it's a very, very popular. Like oh, I like princesses. I like Rapunzel. Like she's a very. I, I'm aware of it. Yeah. Like a lot of people like Rapunzel, and she's so popular in the Asian parks. People in the Asian parks love Rapunzel. Maybe yeah. one of your restaurants could be the Snuggly Duckling. Oh my god, you're so right. Where would I put that? Over by the tangle toilets. Oh my god, yes. What would they have? That would have to be like a special kind of, I don't know. <gasps> they could have spaghetti. That could be the, it wouldn't be Bella Noche then. That could be the Italian restaurant because you could have spaghetti and that could be like her hair. There you go. Boom. And they Got could it. like serve things in like little mini cast iron frying pans. Yes. Oh my god, yes. Because you could put pizza in the cast iron pans. Yeah. Oh, oh, we're geniuses. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> and then you could do like find the Pascals in the restaurant. And you could like dot them on. Oh, yeah. And you could give kids like the little booklets, kind of like the Remy hide and go squeak thing from Epcot. Yeah. Or it could just be, like, do, you know kids when you get, do you know when you get the trays and you put the piece of paper on the trays to, to stop the trays getting dirty? Do you know, like yes. what they do in McDonald's. When they put the paper yeah. on the tray, that that paper could yeah. be find the Pascals, and it could just be a small yeah. little map, and then everyone would get one. Oh, that would be cute. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> oh, and they could have. Do you remember that time in the store where we had that um that sculpture of Sven and Anna upstairs? Yes, we could Maximus. have one of. We'll have a Maximus because you're never going to be yeah. Maximus in the park because he's a horse. This is very true. So you could have a little meet and greet area with Maximus. Oh, I think we've nailed it, Kate. Do you know what? So do I. <laughs> Mr. Damaro, get over here. <laughs> oh. So is that is that your fantasy land done and dusted? Uh yeah, I think so. What else did I have written down here? Oh yeah, no, snacks, restaurants, the extra character greets. Yep, I think we're done. I think that's it. I'm happy. The only the only thing that I would like to specifically call out, but you're gonna agree with this. A lot of different themed merch for the different areas and yes. ride themed merch. Yeah. Also, the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique setup that they have in Disneyland because it's just too freaking cute with the little photo shoot area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going to meet the princesses. Yes, yeah. but we're going to have that closer to the princess area because we don't oh, want yeah. the little princesses having to trek half a mile to go meet the princesses. No, no. So we're going to have no, them no. pretty damn close to each other. Agreed. But yeah, I think that's everything. Amazing. This is, I'm so excited to go. <laughs> well, the most amazing time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like, wow. What, look, at, look at what we've achieved. <laughs> so with Fantasyland all said and done, shall we get on to some questions? Oh yeah. I forgot about those. Excellent. Henceforth, with forth, go for it. So the first question we had is from Sam, the dot girl dot in the oh feck I always get it wrong the girl in the castle but there's a dot between every word alright and she's asked she'd love a Disney off menu style episode um, I think it lines up really well with the series so basically she wants us to come up with a, a like dream restaurant and a full like dream menu like dream meal so maybe we'll do that when we get to like the end of like the dream park thing we can do that it's just a lot of research so, but we can do that yeah 
So I bear with it, Sam. We, we, will, we will plan some delicious food. And yeah. now we have a rake load of questions from the lovely Frankie. And her Instagram is Frankie in Focus. And she takes beautiful pictures of Disney merchandise. And there's always like little like twinkly lights in the background. Honestly, so adorable. We'll it's link her Instagram. I wish I could do, but just never can. Oh my God. So pretty. <laughs> So, so pretty. So the first question she asks is, what are the first things you would want to do when you go back to DLP? Ride Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah, or Phantom Manor. Either or. Yeah, I mean, I don't really care about Phantom Manor. Ride Big Thunder Mountain and also Tower of Terror. Because Tower of Terror is my haunted mansion. That's to be real. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, mine would be, I think Big Thunder, because Big Thunder just gives you that, like, complete rush you yeah like gets your adrenaline going but like in such a fun way because like and, it's yeah. always it's always a great way to like if you're having to get up early to go for extra magic time oh <laughs> like get what on big up. thunder and then you're ready for the day and also i know with current covid situations and stuff but like my main aim would be to meet donald yeah because right. you know he's great like i know if we were to go as soon as it opened that's probably not a thing but like when it comes yeah. to meeting characters again that would be like can i go meet donald please yeah that's fair so question two not sure if you've talked about it before but why did you want to start a podcast because i love the sound of my own voice <laughs> you can tell she doesn't do the editing <laughs> i'm just like nails on a chalkboard <laughs> um from me it was so at the time when we started the podcast Brefney was doing the intercontinental breakfast which is potentially being revived who knows um and I spent so much time absorbing Disney stuff that is happening and he doesn't care. Not that he doesn't care, but like there's only, he has a level, uh, an amount that so he much. can care about this. <sighs> yeah, exactly. So it was kind of one to give myself a creative outlet because I love recording them. I like doing all, the, I mean, I was doing all the researchy stuff anyways, and I actually really do enjoy doing the editing and stuff um and it gave me an output for all the useless disney knowledge that i was just absorbing anyway so at least i can like put it to good use or semi good use i don't know what about you uh yeah i think it was more so i think it just came about at kind of the right time where like we've obviously been friends since we worked in the store and mm-hmm. more so became friends when you left the store mm-hmm. and you know we'd we're like pretty good friends and we'd and, but then it just came to a point in time where I'd also left the store, which was, was a significant time after you'd left. And I'd had enough time away from the store that I no longer hated it with a passion. And I started getting back into Disney and being interested in stuff that was happening again. Because there was a short, there's kind of a short period after you leave where you're just like, I hate Disney and everything to do with it. And they're yeah. awful and this and that because you you've left the company for reasons and that kind of stuff but then obviously you get over that and Hmm. I was starting to get interested in it again and I think we were just messaging each other every day being like hey have you seen this and have you watched this and have you noticed this and hey did you see that they've changed this pink by two shades and have you noticed this and then it just got to a stage where Shane was like man I'd love to do a Disney podcast and I was like well if you're doing this podcast it has to be with me so <laughs> accurate, accurate day I, of that entire conversation went. I think also we um we started the podcast when our other best friend Amy had gone to Australia, yeah. and it just kind of like not having Amy like we we were always like we we still are because she's back now, but we're like a little trio, and 
not having Amy kind of threw things off balance a bit and having a reason to meet up every week, I think just sort of fit in right, I guess. And I guess it was, I know Amy will say this as well, but it was also nice for Amy because every week we were putting out a little over an hour's worth of content that she could listen to whenever she wanted when she was over in Australia. A fly on the wall listening to the two of us natter on about Disney, which she would do anyways. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? I just think I think it came about at the right time, but also didn't need a lot of persuading or thinking about. Yeah. I think it's also, we had toyed with the idea because like we both, and one of the questions that Frankie asked later is around kind of Disney YouTubers and stuff. Like we both love Disney YouTubers, but Mm -hmm. I don't think either of us have the time or capacity to be doing vlogs or anything like that. No. So this is kind of the, this, this is the more straightforward way of us producing Disney content that doesn't involve having to do video editing, which is considerably more difficult than audio editing. Yeah, and I just think, like, when we go to the parks, like, a lot of Disney YouTubers and stuff, like, not all of them, obviously, but a large majority of them do it to make money as part of their income. And so they put a lot of effort into it, and, you know, they they have their energy in certain places, and and it's just... When we go to the parks, we're just really not about that. <laughs> no. When we go to the parks, we really like to just enjoy ourselves. Like we yeah. obviously love taking pictures and stuff that we put up on the Instagram, but it's a lot easier for us to spend a minute and thirty seconds taking fifty photos of stuff than having to make sure we're in an area where the camera can hear us or the lighting's good or making sure yeah, that there no. isn't too many children in the background and all that sort of stuff. And we're just nah. we're just really not about it. But this is just a lot more convenient and we just prefer it. Agreed. Agreed. If money was no issue, what would your dream Disney holiday look like? Oh, I said this before. <laughs> okay. Um, it would be... I wouldn't go to the Asian parks because that, I just have that as a separate holiday. But because I've never been to the American parks, that would definitely be the way I went. So I'd go to... Oh, is Aulani, I never remember, is Aulani closer to Disney World or California? Is it California? California. Hawaii is closer to California. Yeah, I don't know American geography. So we definitely, we'd go to Walt Disney World. We'd stay in the Contemporary, because the Contemporary is the one that has the monorail running through it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we'd stay in because there's just something about the fact that the monorail runs through the hotel. Okay. And I'm like, why is this so cool? Fair. <laughs> We'd stay at the Contemporary, we'd go on the VIP tours, and we'd just enjoy Disney World. When you say we, I'm assuming it's me. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is that clarifying. what we were doing here? <laughs> just clarifying. And then we'd go to Disneyland. Okay. We'd stay in that hotel that looks like Wilderness Lodge, but isn't Wilderness Lodge. Grand California. Grand Californian. Ah, got it. We'd stay there. We'd obviously stay on site and then we'd have a great time there. And we'd do the, the tours there that get you into all the cool Disney places. And then we'd fly to Aulani because probably not for a long time, but for a good time. Because I feel like we'd get, <laughs> I feel like we'd get kind of. That was so cheesy. <laughs> probably not for a long time, but for a good time. <laughs> I just feel like we'd get quite bored in Aulani because oh, there yes, isn't much to do. And I know we're doing people, but I also think we'd both like to go and agreed enjoy our Lanny for what it is. And then we'd come home. Okay. That's my money's okay. no option Disney trip. I don't know if that's what she was asking for, but that's what I got. <laughs> Mine's very similar. 
So Disney World, however, I would want to stay in the Polynesian because the Polynesian is much more my vibe. Fair. Give me Fair. like Trader Sam's and all the cute tiki stuff. Love it. Mm-hmm. So Polynesian. And then sure we go to Castaway Key on a cruise because why the hell not? Oh Whilst you're in Florida. How could I forget cruise? about going on a cruise? I feel so stupid. But I'd made sure that we got, went on the ship that had all the tangled stuff because otherwise Kate would be whinging. So I would probably we'd do that. And then after the cruise, fly to California, stay in the Grand Californian, do the Southern California ABD that brings you to the Walt Disney Archives, the Disney Studios, the Disney Lot, all of that good stuff. Oh my God, Kate, you need to watch the Mary Poppins episode of Prop Culture if you have not. I haven't watched any of Prop Culture yet. I've just been, I don't know why I've been holding off. I think I just want to maybe just sit down one day and just watch them on one go. They're, you need to watch it. I'm, I'm not going to ruin it for you because like I was sitting doing my makeup while, whilst me and Brett were watching it. And there was a bit, bit that I just like stopped, like had to like completely turn around and was like nearly sobbing because it was just, oh, so good. So mm. would want to do all that. I want to see the big dwarves building. I want to see the Disney archives. I want to see all of it. And would obviously want the VIP stuff. Would want to do the Walking and Waltz footstep tour, go into his, what we call it? His apartment. Uh, apartment. And then I would like to go and do the other ABD that you can do that can also get you into Pixar in Emeryville because why the hell not? And whilst you're in that part of California where you're near San Francisco, you may as well go to the Walt Disney Family Museum. Why the hell would you not? And then you go to Alani and you would have a few days to just like chill before you do a big old flight home. Bish, bash, bash. And you really would need unlimited funds for all of that because... Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's like three and a half grand per mm-hmm. person. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then the very last question that Frankie asked is, fave Disney YouTubers. She knows that we've mentioned Adam Hatton, but who else do you like? We do love Adam Hatton. Yeah, we do, yeah, to be fair. Do you know what? Speaking just very quickly on Adam Hatton, I'm watching his latest vlog where everything's closed because of COVID. And I know know he understands the situation, but it's also kind of like, go home. Honestly, (laughs) when he's like, oh my God, we need to go to Bath and Body Works and get hand sanitizer. And I'm like, the hand sanitizer in Bath and Body Works ain't going to kill no germs. Yeah, I was like... Just smells nice. I was like, they're not sanitizers. I was like, they're hand wash things. Like, they have a different name. I was like, that's yeah. not going to help you. I was like, ah, educate yourself. Like, obviously, he's educated now because loads of things yeah. happened. But it's it's just mad to me how little they yeah. knew at the time when at that time mm. in this country, we were shutting down. <laughs> Big time. I just Big think it's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Adam Hatton, we also watched the Tim Tracker, yes. who at the, the moment is just a lot of baby vlogs, if you like babies. <laughs> yeah, a lot of baby which vlogs. to be fair i'm quite enjoying it i yeah. don't watch all of them and i don't watch them every day but every now and no. again it's quite nice to just have 30 minutes of a laughing baby <laughs> i agree we also watch um you mentioned uh best life and beyond best life and beyond they are disneyland bloggers and um, they've both been annual pass holders for basically their entire lives mm-hmm. and I would argue they're my favorite Disneyland vloggers. Tim's yeah. probably my favorite like local Floridian vlogger and they're my favorite like local Californian vloggers by like a country mile, I would That's say. Fair. I do think that we both agree that it is it's not as easy to find high quality Disneyland vloggers. Yeah, a lot of them can be really annoying. And also just there isn't as many of them as there is Disney World ones. But I have thought of another one that I really like. There's Patrick Dougal that used yes. to be part of Thingamavlogs. Him and Francis, which I mean, I feel like everybody knows Francis. 
Um, mm. They always do videos together and I really enjoy their videos as well. They're also Disneyland based. Who else do you I have? also have two that I know Sinead isn't overly fond of them all the time, which is completely fair because I also, there's, there's some YouTubers that like I like watching yeah. in like a marathon and then I won't mm. watch them again for ages. So I have, I have Michael Kay, who is American and who recently okay. moved to Florida to become like a to become like a Walt Disney World vlogger full time. He's okay. oh he's done Disney stuff for ages, but he okay. decided to move to Florida to be able to be there every day. He's cool. done tons of cruise vlogs. He's been on like three or four cruises, I think. Nice. He is extremely like some people don't like him because he can come off as a bit annoying sometimes, just mm-hmm. because of, I think it's just because of his tone of voice. But he's extremely detailed. Like okay. he won't he won't miss a beat. And like if you're planning a Disney cruise, if you're planning to go to a certain place, like he recently did one where he went to Disney Springs when it, the day it opened, and he was like, "This is what you need to do here, and this is what you need to do here." And if you're looking for those kind of things, very good. Yeah. And then Fair. I also have Eleanor Dreaming, and mm-hmm. they are a couple from the UK. And they both also go to Disney World and Disneyland and and they've also been to Alani and they go loads. All the freaking <laughs> time. Even though they're UK based. And at the moment as well, they're both, because of COVID, they're both working from home and they have a couple of home vlogs that they're putting up, yeah. which are obviously not really Disney related, but they're the kind of nice vlogs that you watch yeah. when, it, when, if you like watching vlogs of people like just doing their everyday life stuff, they're fun ones because like, they're like baking and doing special coffees that they'd get usually get in Disney World. They made pog juice one day. So, you know, yeah. those kind of cute little things. They're quite interesting as well. Okay, cool. My other ones would be Charlotte Ruff. Um, she would maybe be kind of like a Disney World person, but kind of goes to DLP cool. California. She works for Disney in their marketing department, I think. She works in home base. So she's quite a good one, extremely knowledgeable. Caffeine and Pixie Dust is a good DLP vlogger, which I actually struggle the most to find DLP vloggers I like, but Caffeine and Pixie Dust is very cute. She's very informative in her videos. Who else do I like? There's also, just as you're speaking of Disneyland Paris, there's Haynes. Haynes. (laughs) She was next on my list. I love Haynes. And also poor Haynes. She was supposed to go over to Walt Disney World on a CEP and obviously she was told not to come over because of COVID. And yeah. it's so sad because when you watch her videos of when she was going through the process of applying and when she got accepted, it was literally like her whole world had just opened up. And I cannot imagine how sad she must have been the day she oh, found so. out that they weren't accept- accepting the CEPs for this term. I feel so sorry for her. But her DLP vlogs are great. She's gas. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then I'm trying to think. Oh, also, this? sorry, Haynes also does a lot of um, UK-based theme parks as well. Like, she'll go Dalton mm-hmm. Towers and Chesington and that kind of stuff as well. Yeah. So if you're ever planning on, in the future, doing a UK road trip or something, she does a lot of those yeah. ones as well. Yeah, I have two more, but I'll keep them super quick. If you want really cute family vlogs, See You Real Soon are adorable. Oh, and they've literally been going to Disney yes. World for years and years and years. They have a huge back catalogue. <laughs> they are like, they were my OG but same with kind of Tim Tracker they were like my OG Florida vlogs and then goes there saying the Diz Diz Unplugged oh absolute course. beast if you just want knowledge <laughs> yeah 
absolutely they just pump it out there's no messing there's no faffing it's here's what we know here's what we think about it here's what you should do <laughs> yeah yeah so there's a hefty list and i'll be sure to lift them in the show notes i say this now but i'm gonna be really annoyed at myself tomorrow <laughs> evening when i have to go and listen and try find everybody's channels but we'll list them in the show notes excellent perfect i think that's everything yeah surprisingly because i thought this was going to be a really short episode because i didn't think we had okay, much they're to never talk short about. episodes but you know what when i'm just like how are we going to stretch this out and then here we are <laughs> <laughs> thank you frankie for all of the questions we really do yeah, appreciate seriously them. thank and you again her instagram is beautiful please go check it out it's uh listed in the show notes below ah, there's another thing. <laughs> now, i'm gonna be really annoyed at myself but anyway uh yeah i think that's pretty much it thanks so much for listening if you guys want to contact us in any way hit us up on instagram that's where the party happens at mickey waffles pod love you yeah we're also on twitter and facebook both are linked down below because they're slightly different on both because mickey waffles pod is too many characters for twitter so it's mickey waffle pod oh <laughs> just just a little bit <laughs> disappointing <laughs> i remember the i remember last week or something when you, you told me to link everything up on my phone I was like it, I can't log in and then I realised it's because I was putting an S in and double checked yeah. and was like oh I've just, been doing it just wrong. Just one waffle Yeah <laughs> One waffle but yeah yeah, I think that's it. Thanks very much for listening guys please if you have any other friends that also like Disney say, share the podcast with them. They might like yeah. it We might and like follow- to hear from them too Yep and follow us on Instagram because we love them followers. I'm at three and a half thousand. Whoa. Hey, check us out. <laughs> Crazy. Like sometimes our pictures are cute as well. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys. I guess we'll thanks see you next listening. week. Bye. 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 This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.